Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the number one podcast on earth, baby. GovCom of Courtney Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Courtney Hayden. And today I got another dope episode for y'all, man. But hey, before I get in this episode, I want to make sure uh, y'all go uh, y'all go push that like button, man, and subscribe, man, and hit that plus sign up there, download this episode, uh, leave a review, man, five-star rating, all that good stuff, man, so we can run these numbers up, man. Uh, without further ado, though, let's go ahead and get into today's episode, man. Uh, I remember last week um, I was focusing on marketing to uh, the federal buyers, meaning the federal government, uh, and the importance of that. Uh, I'm a di- I'm a deep dive. Well, I'm a dive into that subject again. Uh, so there's like a part two to uh, to the marketing. Uh, remember, I told y'all, man, eighty um, percent of uh, marketing to the government is uh, relationships, man. Eighty percent of winning government um, government contracts is relationships, man. Remember that, man. Fifteen percent is pricing, and five uh, percent is, is the writing. Uh, but man, when it comes to this marketing, man, we got to make sure that we are marketing to the right people, and we are marketing consec- uh, consecutively, man, with these uh, different agencies. Uh, we're not, you know, like I t- like I mentioned last time, we're not just um, you know, just sending out our capability statement everywhere, man. And, and, you know, we want to make sure that we focusing on one particular, one or two particular agencies that we can really focus on and, uh, get some things done that way. Make sure, you know, we letting them know who we are, uh, making sure our capability statement is circled around, uh, our capabilities, our differentiators, uh, our past performances and all that stuff like that, and um, make sure uh, that we are con- contacting these um, these agencies. Remember last week, man. I remember uh, I, I talked about the three different uh, people that you were personnel that you really want to get in contact with when it comes to this federal contractor. Uh, number one, I said it was the uh, contracting officers. Remember, those are the ones that actually have uh, their information on all of the SF. Uh, for, uh, 1449s and they actually um, are somebody that you can get in contact as well and start building up a relationship with them and uh, you know letting them know who you are your services and or products that you may or may not have um, but yeah just pretty much just letting them know who you are beginning in that beginning that uh, first relationship with that uh, particular agency uh, also like I mentioned, we have the uh, the project manager or the program manager. That's somebody else who's actually uh, somebody that's a little bit above the uh, contracting officer uh, who you can get in contact with as well um, about the solicitation that you may be going out there or past performance that you may be going out there or, I mean, uh, past performances that you want to let them know of that you have done when you are soliciting your services. Um, the program manager or the pro uh, project manager is the ones that you want to reach out to as well. Um, but remember, I told you that number one person was the uh, OSDBU. Um, and like I say, with them, man, their agenda, their, uh, their sole agenda is to make sure that the government is spending the money with the set-asides. Uh, you know, all of those, um, you know, with the 8A, the women-owned businesses, the veteran-owned businesses, uh, veteran, uh, what's that, disabled veteran-owned businesses, MWE. So it's a lot of different set of sizes out there um, and they make sure that the certain percentage is actually going there 
Um, you know how the uh, the VA, you know, it's only like a what is like three percent of the VA's uh, budget goes toward veteran-owned businesses, whereas their women-owned businesses, they want to make sure that they actually out here advocating for uh, women-owned, and they're they I think they have a five percent goal. Uh, and they meet that sometimes they meet that sometimes they don't when it comes to these uh, women owned businesses. But depending on the agency, I know I believe VA, man, from what I've looked at last time, they don't really meet their uh, their women owned business goals or their uh, veteran owned business goals. So that may be somewhere that you guys want to look at as well. And I'm going to circle back around there here in just a few uh, and talk about that. Um, but again, like I was saying, when we're reaching out to these different agencies, we want to make sure, uh, you know, that we are sending these, uh, engagement emails is what they like to call them in the government contracting world, uh, in a federal space. Uh, you can also do this on the state level and also on the, um, city and county level, the same information to be on there. It just may not be the OSDBU when it comes to, um, the city and county. Uh, I'm not familiar with any uh, any anybody that's in that position that does that. All, only thing I know of is the is the uh, purchasing manager, uh, or you can highlight the city manager as well uh, that's in that purchasing, which is over the the purchasing department. If you guys have one of those, if not, then it'll be the mayor. Um, but again, these are engagement emails uh, that you want to send out to these federal. Uh, these federal officers, contracting officers, or program managers once you get their information. But a lot of times on that level, um, you can simply call them. Uh, they have a lot of, they have a, uh, all their information is pretty much public. So they do have their, um, their self, their uh, work number and their email, their work email address that you can, you know, reach out to them, reach out to them on. Um, I left a link uh, to all of the uh, OSDBU uh, personnel in the last uh, in the last episode, so you can check that out and make sure um, you know that you're actually going by that and and what check that out and make sure that you're going to see who is in your uh, sit your state and make sure that you know you go ahead and start reaching out to them and and creating those uh, relationships as well. Um, also, I want to go ahead and mention, man, I had my um, SB well it was a score uh, meeting last week and uh, which was a, a decent opportunity you know that I had with them because you know their they their whole thing is to uh, help small businesses uh, grow and you know let them know about different resources that's out there as well. Uh, they don't really know a lot about the government contracting space. I'm gonna say that unless you get you a good mentor who has been um, in that space for for a minute and just decided to uh, mentor for free with Score. But uh, if not, then you know you'll get people that's actually that actually do have small businesses who actually will mentor you, and then from there you just can you know bounce ideas off of them. They are you know they are. I want I want you to sleep on them. Because they are still an outlet to where they can get in contact with the correct uh, people at SBA or, you know, point you in the right direction with your uh, P-TECH advisor and all of that good stuff. And, you know, still building on that, building that uh, relationship with them and whoever else just to let them know who you are and, you know, what you guys do. Like I said, again, man, it's it's very important, man, just to get out there and shake some hands and kiss some babies when it comes to this government contracting space. And, you know, that's what I'm learning as well. Uh, in fact, man, I just had my because uh, I'm getting a, a business plan written up and, you know, I don't necessarily uh, need one right now because it's more so focused on getting a loan. But, 
you know, I want to I want to have one when, you know, I, I, I do need one. Plus, it will also um, it structures my uh, what structures your business. You know, it can get all those thoughts that you have about your business and it asks you questions to where you can, uh, you know, organize everything about your business, where you get the forecasts as well, your target audience, your market art, like your uh, market analysis and stuff like that. And, you know, it actually just, it'll help you out more than anything to really organize what your business actually is. And, you know, you can better explain it because it's a working, um, you know, a working business plan when it comes down to it. You know, uh, a business plan ain't going to, you know, you want, uh, yeah, it's going to be solid, you know, for the most part, but at the same time, you're going to be bringing on new things and you're going to be learning uh, new new systems and it's going to be new technology that's coming out that you may or may not know about at the time that you have that loan or the time that you're growing your business in the first one to three years, uh, like I'm doing right now. So, you know, it, it's, it definitely helps you organize and stay uh, efficient when it comes to explaining your business and, you know, like I said, creating your niche and all of that good stuff. Um, in fact, every, and I say this all the time, man, uh, the Small Business Center Network, they have uh, these different little networks at all of these community colleges that's uh, specifically for small businesses. Um, sometimes um, they do offer different classes uh, or workshops, let me say that, when it uh, when it comes to um, government contracting. Um, they do focus a lot of that on uh, on the federal side, but they do, uh, it, which is, again, like I tell y'all, man, it's pretty much the same thing uh, when it comes to marketing to the federal and the state and the uh, uh, city and local. Um, they pretty much have classes sometimes to um, uh, help you market to different people or different techniques on how to market to these different uh, agencies and stuff like that. Um, but they definitely, uh, it's definitely a good um, source, resource for uh, small businesses because, like I said, again, they are funded by, uh, I believe, the SBA uh, funds the Small Business Center Network, and uh, they pretty much are out here to uh, help small businesses. Um, again, uh, score, what I say, SCORE, SBA, uh, your PTAC advisor, um, P-Tech Advisor really is the one that really is supposed to know a lot about uh, the government contracting space and really should be, really is the one that really can point you in the right direction, you know, and put you right there in contact with the, the people who uh, who need to see you. And they can also um, talk about you as well to the certain people in their meetings. And, you know, if you got any, you know, whatever type of, uh, whatever service you have, and if they know of an agency that's, uh, that's looking for your services, when how much money they spend on your services the p-tech advisor is the one that actually is the one that you want to connect with to make sure that you are uh, contacting the right individuals or you know like i said you can use your p-tech advisor to get you the information you know because you got to think about it, a lot of them man they ain't you know they really ain't never done um, government contracting actively themselves you know a lot of them are you know on the hourly rate um, or salary or something like that, and you know they uh, they going by what's in the FAR, um, the Federal Acquisition uh, Acquisition Regulations, and they pretty much going off a script for the most part. So they haven't they they're not going to tell you a lot of these things that I'm telling you as far as engagement emails and reaching out to the different agencies. How I'm telling you guys that's that's been effective for me. Um, and you know, they will tell you, like I said, again, you can use, utilize them for information and finding out who is the person that you need to get in contact with in your niche. 
uh, within their speci uh, that specific region, you know. So make sure you're reaching out to that P-Tech advisor uh, when it comes to uh, marketing your uh, your small business. Uh, and also, like I said, reaching out to that small business center network. They also uh, help you out also. And what, I, what, I'm, what I'm about to join um, is my local uh, chamber of commerce. Um, for those that don't know what it is, every city pretty much have a local chamber of commerce, but they are a, like a, uh, a membership um, nonprofit pretty much that uh, houses all of the, um, like all of the small businesses and the big companies and stuff like that. They pretty much join the chamber of commerce. It's like it's for, for businesses for the most part to be able to come together and have different network uh, networking events or they may have like an ambassador meeting or they have like an uh, annual meeting as well where they award different small businesses and other manufacturers and other big businesses who actually um, did good for the year like they do all different types of things but uh, again it's a it's a good networking event to actually be able to network with other bigger companies that uh, may be a prime contractor and you can come down, you can come up under them as a sub and actually, um, you know, still make some money and learn, learn uh, the government contracting space a little bit more as a sub, learn the process, you know, learn how to um, how to write proposals a little bit better, depending on what type of project it is and how long and how many you get on with them. You know, you may be, you may get up under this prime as a sub, and it lasts for a few years, and you know you're gaining this type of experience. Um, so you know, as a prime, you actually, I mean, as a sub, you it still is beneficial. You know, you don't necessarily have to be a prime to benefit from a prime contract. Is what I mean, meaning the person who is award the company who who is awarded the uh, contract. And then they can either get it done by themselves if their company has the capacity or the bandwidth to do it, or they will subcontract out a portion of the um, of the job details or a portion of the scope of work to a third party to get the job done. Also, so you know that could possibly be you. So make sure you know that you're looking at these different types of uh, uh, organizations that's out here like the Chamber of Commerce because they do have opportunities out here for you. Um, also, like how DLA, like how they, um, you know, they pretty much sell products and they buy anything, any and everything. Um, the Chamber of Commerce is a place where you can see who actually is manufacturers of these different products. And, and then... You know, whenever they do have their meetings, whether it may be uh, weekly or monthly, you make sure you show up and, you know, with your capability statement or capability brief, which is a short, a shortened capability statement. But make sure you have an actual printout of it to where, you know, you can give it to them physically and they actually can see it, read it later on when they get a chance. But you can, you know, exchange information, network with them, find out if they are trying to expand their small business side, uh, find out if they have a small business liaisons, you know, because some of these uh, some of these um, manufacturers or some of these big dis uh, distributors or big companies, Fortune 500 companies, they have a they already doing business with the government, the federal government or the state and all of that good stuff. So. Uh, most of the time they will have a, a small business uh, liaisons or they have like a um, government accounts 
um, executive or something like that, or they may have uh, somebody in what do you call, they had they have somebody in um, like a business development department or something like that, uh, though or, or something along uh, along those lines of positions when it comes to these bigger corporations. But I say all that to say, man, when you join organizations like um, the local chamber of commerce. You're able to take advantage of the opportunities that's out, of the networking opportunities that's out there in your immediate, um, immediate area, and that's what uh, let me. That's a, a little gem that, and I kind of already knew it for real, for real. But I had my little meeting with the uh, small business center network guy. Um, uh, Mr. Dwight, man, he's cool, man. Older guy, man. He uh, he's been in business for a while. His, his dad had a uh, had a business, man. So he he's been uh, he's been around it for a while, and he it's another way for me to get a different perspective on things uh, from somebody that's right there at it as well, or somebody that's a little you know older than me who's been doing the business also. So uh, he's helping me. He's the one that's actually helping me write my business plan. But he get like when we was going over my market analysis, and this something that you may want to check into as well. Um, whenever you are building your company, you know, getting that foundation built, the best thing, and, and uh, my mentor Hamza, he done said it before too, man. Um, the best thing is to start right there in your uh, your backyard, man. Take advantage of the small businesses and the um, the main, like the other businesses that's there, right there in your city or your county. You know, uh, when you get these certifications like um, like a, a minority business, what is it called? Uh, MBE. Yeah. Minority business enterprise. Um, those are a big deal, you know, and uh, prime contractors actually look for MBEs for uh, for that particular for your particular state. And they they be wanting, you know, they want veteran owned um, veteran owned companies that have uh, MBE certified and the SBA certified as well, because they know they got all their paperwork. Uh, all your paperwork is good to go. Um, they know that you are compliant with SBA and uh, whatever with uh, everybody else with the with that. Well, with the state, let me say that with the state and uh, they they pretty much looking for you. Same thing with these women-owned businesses. You know, uh, like I said again, man, the VA never haven't. I know in the last when I checked it, um, which was a week ago, in the last five years, man, four or five years, they have not uh, met their quota. You know, the VA when it comes to uh, women-owned businesses, and it could be this. It could be um, uh, not just women-owned businesses. It could be uh, economically disadvantaged women-owned businesses. You know, and you could check out, look up the definition of that right there, and you can see what type of businesses that they are um, that they are actually talking about it breaks it down they just use the terminology different you know so they don't just say black women you know but that's literally what it what it boils down to economically disadvantaged um, small businesses is you know those black women those uh, Latinos those Asians that actually uh, were born in a certain area, they pretty much uh, advocate for you guys, man. Like, it's a lot of opportunities out here for women-owned businesses. That's why I don't mind working with women because it, it's, it's plenty of opportunities out here by working with women. It doesn't benefit uh, it doesn't benefit me a whole lot by partnering with a uh, uh, another male uh, that has a small business. You know, it, 
unless it is a uh, it's a set aside that I that I don't have or that you know that I need to go after this particular contract then that's something different like a 88 that will set them that them set them different that you know if we aligned and it, and you know everything made sense then yeah cool let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this but my advantage is the the women owned small businesses because they actually have uh you know like I said they they have uh, these different programs out there that's advocating for them to do more business with the government, you know, and, um, you know, it's just different. It, it's so many different agencies, you know, a lot of women that's out there really getting this money in the transportation field when it comes to this government and uh, the infrastructure and all of that good stuff, man, like they out here really getting a lot. They're getting, they're making millions. And a, a lot of times, man, they can't take advantage of some of these set asides because they're not a veteran or because they're not this a disabled vet, you know, or, you know, they're they're eight a about to run out in a year or two. You feel me? So they looking to partner up with somebody to keep this thing, you know, this thing going at the end of the day. So look out for uh, y'all women out there, man. Women on small businesses. Um, go ahead and get out. Go ahead and go for these certifications that's out here, too, man. It's out here set up for y'all, man. Um, like I said, you got your women on business certify uh, certification. Uh, all of this is free too. You know, you can self-certify on Sam as a uh, as a woman-owned business and an economically disadvantaged woman-owned business. All of that. Uh, now uh, the SBA does the veteran-owned, but that's a. I, I when I turned their mind, seeing as though I was already uh, self-certified on Sam, all I and you know that like I said last week, they give you a grace a one-year grace period. Um, all I had to do was just update it in on the SBA website, man, and it literally took me three days. And I would I had my certification as far as like the veteran owned business. So with the women on, you know, you can literally do the same thing, man, and get these certifications and start looking at the women that's already doing business with the government and uh, start, you know, start trying to partner up with them and, you know, bring, offer your services with them or, you know, start trying to partner up some of these male, uh, these male small businesses as well who can't take advantage of these uh women-owned business set aside contracts federal and i mean federal and state contracts that they can't take a set you know uh, they can't take advantage of but you can you know so uh it, it's really like i said again man it's all about marketing not only just uh to the government agencies who you are trying to um you know bring in and 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 be potentially a, a, a one of your biggest customers you also got to market yourself to um you know, these small businesses as well, who you are, who you are trying to bring, bring in as clients or work with, you know, partner with, you know, that's like I said, again, man, 80 percent of uh, of this government contracting space, man, is, is with relationships. You know, the other 15 is making sure you got the right price, you know, uh, and, and I'm going to touch on that as well. But on uh, on the next episode, but um relationships man is where it's at and you know being an introvert myself you know i didn't you know i'm not trying to really build no relationships with nobody but in this field right here man like it's it's definitely a must man getting out there actually um letting you know your city your your whole almost your whole city man know what's actually going on because if you really think about it if it ain't nobody around you that's actually advocating for uh you know government contracts or even talking about government contracts contracts you know that's another that's a you know it could be a advantage for you even if you're just now starting you know um there's a lot of different material out here man free material out here that they give you uh like i said on the score website on the uh, sba website uh with your ptac advisor um 
at the small business center. Um, they act, you know, and also, you know, local chamber of commerce. Uh, they got a, a national small business uh, association. Like they have one of them. I'm gonna actually join that uh, here as well. Um, I, I talked to the guy, uh, one of the their representatives, man, and they have like 80, I think 80 plus thousand uh, members already, man, and counting. You know, and they uh, their focus, their main focus is on small businesses. You know, so think about if you got if you got eighty thousand people, man, or you got thirty thousand people that's honed in on one particular subject, in you know, on, on either social media or they showing up a thousand people, two thousand people in your city to you know advocate for this particular cause. You know that that's that everybody has a like-minded issue on then yo that's that's you know it definitely is uh worth the money that it's gonna cost you know because <laughs> uh, i'm realizing man and it's only 300 dollars though you know annually um and that chamber of commerce mine is 395 annually you know but again man it is the um the 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 networking you're, you're that's what you're paying for you're paying for that actual network because you're not going to get in any other type of way you know unless you know somebody that knows somebody that's that knows somebody that's already doing it you know and even then you still may have to you know be kin to them or something like that man so at the end of the day you know again it's just all about making sure that you know your business know what it is that you are doing what you can provide for um the government or you know for these uh these um prime contracts that's out there man Con prime contractors that's out there that's actually looking for you uh minority owned businesses man and you know that's pretty much it man as far as uh marketing man uh it's it's fairly simple same way that you would do it whenever you have a regular small business and you're not even you say you know and you're not even uh doing any business with the government you don't have you're not a vendor nowhere you're not you know or maybe you are doing um no, let's just say that like you're not doing no business with the government at all. Like, but, you know, your company is, you know, a, a, a million dollar, million plus dollar uh, company. You got 10, 15 employees. You know, y'all got like 10, 15 different trucks or whatever the case may be. You know, you got four or five different locations as far as buildings where you keep your equipment, inventory, you know, all of that good stuff, different little hubs that your people can go to if they need to rejuvenate or whatever the case may be. Like if you got all that set up, man, and you haven't done any business with the government, this is probably the best time for you to go ahead and get into it because you already really doing the business. You know, now it's just more so shift not even shifting you can stay on course with what you're doing because the government side is a whole lot like that's a whole nother set of money you know it's just more so bringing on another department to um develop your government accounts you know that's literally and that's pretty much what my small business do man like we work with other small businesses and help them grow and scale um, by procuring government contracts on their behalf, you know, either on a state level, a federal level, or a city and county level, city and county level. We prefer um, federal level because of the, you know, the 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 uh, the big contracts that's out there or that's available uh, for us to actually go after. Um, like I said again, man, right now I'm just in the works of building up my team to where now we can start going after these ten million dollar contracts and. Uh, start hiring uh, different people to do exactly what they're doing right now, you know, in their industry, whether it may be nurses, uh, electricians, uh, landscaping, plumbers, 
uh, uh, diesel repair men, women, uh, travel agents, like part, uh, event planners. Like they have, it's, there's so many different opportunities out there um, that, you know, when you, when you are consulting and you know the procurement process, then it makes it a lot easier for you to come in and explain it to a lot of, uh, you know, a lot more people or a lot more companies that are uh, trying to get into it or don't know anything about it. You know, because, that's, you know, some some cases it is a lot of paperwork, but a lot of that is just a, the government explaining to you exactly what it is that they want. You know, that's one good thing that you don't have to worry about when it comes to the government. You know, I'm telling you, like, like, you know how you got some customers, they may tell you like, yeah, they want eight. They want they're going to tell you A through M or something like that. And, you know, then when, when you get everything done, they're going to come back to you sometimes on the back end. Be like, oh, man, I forgot to tell you, I want this right here, too, man. And, and I would like for it to be like this and look like this. Now, you don't have to worry about that with the government. Like when you market to them, you're going you're gonna to definitely find out, man, are you reading some of these solicitations, man, and these RFPs and RFQs, man, and RFIs. When you're reading this stuff, you're going to really see that they go they know exactly what they looking for man they not they not trying to uh uh they're not trying to hide anything they're not trying to do any type of mischief or, or they're not trying to trick you or or anything like that man like they literally are there to tell you exactly that that rfp or that rfq is literally there to tell you exactly what it is that they need for you or what it may be like i said we can go to the products the product man like if you selling t-shirts you know, if you got a mass production of T-shirts and you got a T-shirt line, you know, and you can also, you know, you got a plug here, not not outside of the states, but somewhere in the states to where, you know, you can you can get 5000 T-shirts like that, you know, and then you can get those 5000 mass produced at, um, you know, at a very, very, very low cost. And it's not it's nothing for you. It's an opportunity out here for you, you know, when it comes to uh selling to the government you know you gotta think about it the army uh and the marines man and the air force and the navy man and i believe even the coast guard man they are bringing in boot campers you know they're bringing in new recruits and stuff like that at least two times uh at least two times a year you know what i mean so that's thousands and thousands and thousands of recruits that they bringing in you know every year man so they need t-shirts they need socks they need drawers they need toothpaste they need bock late man. They need everything, man. They need towels. Like, so it's that's why I'm saying it's a lot of opportunities out here, you know, especially for minorities, because it's not a lot of us that's actually out here doing business with the government, man. And again, you know, a lot of us just really don't know about it, man. So, you know, a lot of that ain't our fault. But then again, you know what traps say, man, um, you know, not knowing me not knowing is not a reason for me not to uh, not to get it done you know and that and i i felt that man and i heard them say that like a month ago i believe man and it just done stuck with me because not knowing that doesn't that still doesn't give you an excuse to go out there and try to get it done you know what i mean so this space right here is something new to me it's still something new to me when I, i'm i'm under a year with it so i'm still learning i'm still building this foundation but you best believe baby we getting we working over here man and we we definitely getting stuff going man and i'm i'm definitely building up my uh my small business and i i hope uh these last couple episodes man have actually helped you build out your uh build up your um uh your small business as well and give you some general ideas on what it is that we actually uh trying to accomplish here when it comes to building these, building these small businesses man 
Um, but best believe, baby, I appreciate y'all for for listening to this uh, episode right here, man, on GovCon with Courtney Podcast. I will be back with you guys again next week, man. We're going to talk about su uh, submitting these bids, man. We got to go ahead and get to the juice of it, get to the money, baby. We got to talk about y'all submitting these bids and getting comfortable doing that, man. Outside of just marketing, man, you got to make sure that you're out here submitting them. And I'm going to tell you the plays after that, man, and we can go ahead and make it happen, baby. Make sure, man, that y'all uh, follow me on uh, all media, social media platforms, man. I am um, GovCon with Courtney uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on um, IG. I mean, you can find me on Twitter as well. Uh, IMC Hayden. You can type in GovCon with Courtney. That is there. Um, like I said, you can go to the Apple. You can go to Amazon Music, man, and, and uh, follow, uh, download some episodes of GovCon with Courtney podcast, man. And I appreciate y'all again. Until next episode, I will check y'all later. Let's go.